this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Imagine a future where no one goes hungry. A world where everyone is sustained on one simple staple. Organic, biodynamic, sustainable, easily attainable mushroom pellets. Deke Shaw isn't just about virtual reality. He wants to change the world in reality. Consider the universe dented. Get off his Deke. If you don't consider this, the infinite complexities of nature may be strange as the norm. This just got personal. Yes, we are talking ABC's Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 4, Code Yellow. The After Buzz After Show has started right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz... That was an intro. Not only was it an intro, do you guys understand the fourth <laughs> wall was broken and nobody brought it up? Just no one brought it up. No one has spoken about it at all. The fourth wall was broken, guys. <laughs> There's a reason why I'm laughing extra hard right now. Can you believe that? I cannot believe that the fourth wall was broken. I can't believe it. I will never believe it. it. I can't believe so much But that no one brought on. it up. No one has brought it up. No but one. so many things were brought up as we are talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, season 6, Episode 4, Code Yellow. Getting into the nitty gritty, we're going to be breaking it down today. This was uh, possibly one of the best episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., in my opinion, of all time. We're going to get into Commander Deke. What has Deke been doing? Because we've all been wondering, and now we get to find out. We get the not Coulson and Deke having a confrontation. Trevor Khan, BFF or Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Sequoia, we have to talk about Sequoia. Uh, Deke to the rescue. Let's get that Deke going, man. We were wondering where Deke's been, and he was back in full effect. Mac! was back in full effect, too. That's right. Mac is back, and Pax gets to find out the hard way. Uh, May and not Coulson. That seems like something. Ley lines. What are they? Who are they? Where are they? Let's find out. Alien autopsy. Yeah, I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about this show. Alien zombie bird. Yeah, I I know. I know, but I know. Uh, Keller. Matt Keller. Yo, yo, threesome. And so much more. Where was everyone else? Let's get into that. We have some news and gossip. Of course, we're going to do our top three. Wow, moments of the show have our special segment who you where we decide uh, 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 who you are in the show and relative to a scene that happened and of course our predictions which have been 50 50 at best rachel you are on the panel with me i'm so glad to yeah. have you here yeah. of course if you don't know who i am i am Tehran. I'll be hosting. Yeah, and i am rachel goodman and wow deke <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we could just we, say yeah the whole show. Yeah. yeah and yeah. talk about that fourth wall. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. It was amazing. <laughs> what were your overall thoughts of the episode? I I love how they reintroduced Deke. I love that the Fitzsimmons grandchild is the one who is like still keeping this framework alive. You know I love the framework. I mention it at every opportunity I can. So the fact that it's still here, I, I'm really hoping that they do something more with it. I feel like they won't, but my hope is alive that it will come back and that we'll find out this whole thing has just been another version of the framework. Are you on board with my, this is one of the best episodes of Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I enjoyed this episode. Oh, you don't yeah. think it's one of the best ever? I just, f- I lo- <laughs> maybe it's because I miss Deke so much. Yeah. I, I felt that Deke was a staple last... He was the reason I was in season five. Yeah. He was definitely the highlight, uh, in my opinion, besides Quake, who I'm, of course, forever in love with. But Deke was the character in his development I was missing the most from this season. And the question kept coming up, where's Deke? Is Deke not going to be in the season? Have they just not decided not to go in the Deke direction? I was expecting him to come back in a different way. The fact that we find out that he has basically become the next, like, you know... He's gr- Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. Google. He is in the zone. Like, he is the dude. Like, he, like I did not expect that to happen. Hashtag truth. Yeah. I didn't expect it either. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved how they brought Deke back. <laughs> I loved it, too. That was great. And I loved... I, I just loved how they incorporated social media into this, too. And, like, influencers. And they brought that reality with the world of S.H.I.E.L.D. that we know. It was, it was a fun... Here, here's my thing. It was a fun, good time as an episode. It moved the story plot along, and it introduced Deke back in. We got a lot of information in one. We have a lot of mystery. A lot of things were accomplished in this episode. Now, they could have simply had a fun episode where Deke is... Has a startup, and that was the end of that. But they did not. They made this an actual Agents of Shield episode, and maintained a good time. And that's why I was so impressed with this episode. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And the writing was really, really strong. And just all the little different parts. Even the side characters. Um, I'm trying to... Let me, Sequoia. Sequoia. She, in and of herself, was a very interesting character oh, to watch. Oh, she was. She was definitely the I love to hate her and still love her. And, like, I, I know this is really jumping ahead, but just going and seeing, like, all everything that she was putting on social media as this attack was happening. And she's like, oh, my God, guys. Like, I think it's the end of the world. And how's my hair? Like, yeah. She's <laughs> just, just playing with her hair. Yeah. Exactly. And, of course, uh, her and her boba. We do have Ryan in the booth who is going to be getting us boba anytime we ask because that's what Ryan that does right. best. That's me. I am boba fett for that, you guys. That is exactly boba fetch. Go fetch that boba. <laughs> and, and, uh, of course, he's going to be out there watching the chat and so is Rachel we our yes. eyes are on the chat so yes Ivan Soto we heard your cries <laughs> we, we are going to talk about breaking that fourth wall a lot of things happen in this episode yeah. uh, let's break it all down as we go along let's start with Commander Deke question mark because that's how we are introduced to Deke it seems that he's on this intergalactic planetary uh, agency as a hero 
And then we, of course, find out it's part of this framework that's going to be a game, which he is going to unveil into the, pub- into the public. I believed that this was his world and that wherever he was, he was experiencing this until we got to the Daisy mention. <laughs> I did. Exactly. When Daisy came out. I was out, like, was, no. Oh, where have you been? I was like, oh, this is. <laughs> and I guess that's the point where we're supposed to know that it's fiction and that it's some world he created. Because before that. I could believe that Deke would become this fighter. I mean, it looked a little crazy, like, when he's doing, you know, doing the jump in the air, and, um, I don't know, it just looked a little unrealistic, but I was like, okay, But it could have been, it could have been, uh, interdimensional Deke from a different dimension, as we see a Coulson, who we don't know. So we could have been introduced into a, a, to a new Deke, and that could have taken the place of where has Deke been, and everything. They definitely set it up where we had questions. I mean, here we have seen the evolution of Deke becoming this super soldier in a way and when i say that i mean of course season five let's not forget that deke was responsible for a lot of the heroism as much and and here's the thing one thing that i've always mentioned and i've brought this up on agents of shield everyone is so mean to deke and deke is not (laughs) anything but a nice guy yeah he's just misunderstood yeah i agree with you i agree and i i I think that he is capable of being a really um strong fighter and somebody who could be uh, he could be up there with Fitz and Simmons. That's kind of how I see him in terms of his level of fighting and maybe not so much like he's not um, he's not like a science nerd like them, but in his own different he's way. He's intelligent. He's clever. He's, he's definitely yeah. someone who's very, uh, he can be extremely competent when need be. He comes up with solutions when other people don't see any. And I think that's another thing with him that is very, um, I don't want to say completely unlike Fitz and Simmons because they still have their moments too where they are able to figure things out um, in a different way but with him he's very he's a very social person he's not he doesn't have the same social awkwardness that well no his social awkwardness just gears a different way right so now he's the he's almost the millennial awkward where it's just too much and and too in your face and doesn't take that social cue but at the same time the one thing people don't realize about deke is he's very clever and that's something that fits uh fits and jim are very polished and and he's not, and he gets crap for it all the time. But and and even and it shows when he brings up like, oh, you've never heard of me, you you know all the heroic stuff that I've done. Like, but at the same time, he really has done a lot. They wouldn't have survived the future without Deke. Yeah, and I do think so. I agree with you on everything you said. I also think that it did in this episode. It was a little. Um, I feel like he was compensating a little bit in the sense that. Maybe he did not feel like he was as powerful as the rest of the agents and that he, you know, not that he was ever an agent, but he just, I feel like he was definitely compensating for what he doesn't have by, by creating this company and using everything that he had learned with everybody to his advantage. And so he could hold, please. It wasn't everything that he had learned with everybody. It's stuff that he knew he's from the future. He's back here, and he's utilizing knowledge that he has of the future. Yes, but then he also had a lot of things that he had borrowed, let's say, from them. Allegedly. (laughs) How did they get it? They stole it from alien technology in the first place. Let's not (laughs) act like there's these super scientists at at, at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming up with stuff. They are also stealing technology, but they're using it. I was actually on the fence about that because... 
they're all looking down at Deke. Deke is just this, oh, Deke. Oh, it's just Deke again. First of all, they're so mean to that guy. <laughs> That's true. Of all, what has he done? He's he's unveiling technology that's been kept from us. Why do you feel that you have the right and responsibility? Who has appointed Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I thank them for their service, but when did we vote? I think that I'm just thinking of May, and I'm thinking of her reaction. Like when we when we realize that May has known about this the whole time, and that there's been a spy there watching out for him, babysitting him. First of all, the term babysit, like I get it, that's very condescending, and I get how I get like it's like crappy treatment toward Deke. Um, but for May, the way that she kind of just like groaned and like was like, yeah, we know. I got the sense that um, the the annoying thing to her was that he was capitalizing on this, and even if he was, I'm so sorry. I don't know how Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets funded, <laughs> but we need to figure that out, too. Well, what part of our taxes go to them? I'm just saying. I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, yeah, here, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. But the concept is, I just don't like their treatment of Deke. Deke has actually been an invaluable uh, asset to them throughout, this, uh, throughout the way, including saving the world in Season 5. He was the one who self-sacrificed when they didn't know how to or went yeah. to. No, that's He's true. the one who uh, made it, ma- got them through season five, basically with his knowledge and understanding. And 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 when they say capitalize, he capitalized on a belief he had handed down to him from his grandparents, who by the way have shunned him. Yeah, because they're like, oh, I can't believe this is our grandchild. Now he's he's bumped out of his own time to now in a world he doesn't understand or know. And they still just keep, oh, deek. And I get that. I completely do. I don't like, um, especially how Fitz treated him. That was the big thing. And I know he kind of warmed up to him. Now, obviously, we're going to have a new Fitz to re-meet him. But just, I um, I definitely think that Deke should be given more credit. Um, but I do think that he was compensating not just for, oh, okay, like, I'm not as powerful as these people, but maybe because he wanted to be more respected. He should be more respected. I'm sorry that (laughs) he even says, I'm Deke. Tell them in headquarters. And he's like, you're not a priority. Why would he not be a priority? Michael B. says, well, he's going to give Mac 2%. Oh, yeah, if not Mac to tell. agrees. That's so funny. He's yeah. like, I'll give you 2% not to tell that Quake was in the, in the game. <laughs> and not even Quake, but like, it's not even her. It's like some fantasy. That's, that's the concept. It's the fantasy. Yeah. But what makes it, once again, it's Deke saving the day and then being made to feel bad about it. He reminds me of the hyenas from uh, from Lion King. <laughs> You. Look, not as not as on board with the evil, but all the hyenas wanted. Everyone else, they didn't want world domination. They they literally just wanted to eat. It's not yeah. their fault. What oh they yeah, ate. and they had a everyone else food. ate. Everyone, the lions ate. Everyone ate. Everything was fine. But the hyenas, not them. They can't eat, and they need to be. They need to get out. Well, they're not happy with that. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. They just yeah. have a crappy leader. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so when it comes to Deke, watching him be in the. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan on the pole. Uh, Are we getting used? Look, being on the Deke team that I have always been. Okay. First of all, I love that he had a startup. Yeah. Okay. That's very Deke of him, right? Number one. <laughs> Number two, he's creating this. He's like, I'm going to create a food source that can feed everyone on the planet. That's and that a very was noble his thing. Big thing. Yeah. That was what he was, and he was trying to make it not taste like the food that he remembered from his prison of the, in the future. He was trying to get away from that. And if you notice, the scar Deke was like, I don't want anything on this wrist ever. Don't touch this wrist. Don't put anything on my wrist. Because he always had that implant in his wrist. Yeah. I mean, these are things that are scarred from a person, and people aren't taking the time to just see these signs. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think that um, the other big thing is that Deke is understandably looking for affection. And I'm mentioning that for a couple of reasons. So he grew up in this, you know, society where you're, you had to, in the moment, all he was doing was surviving. This has been the first time where he can just kind of relax and unwind. And so now, like, certain needs might be coming up that he didn't have time to think about before. And so, yeah, like, he's going to want affection. He's going to want somebody to... Respect. Yeah. And to be, to do things now that he has the time to do things. And then the other thing is that with Daisy, we know that it was, um, it was like an unrequited, never really got to never even got the chance to breathe sort of, um, you know, feelings that he had for her. And now, like, we see it, we see it in this fantasy world where he has to go to be with her, to be a, to be with this version of her. Um, and a version of her that respects him in a way, even though it's almost in a subservient nature, but one that puts her puts him on the pedestal instead of vice versa. Yeah. Because before it was like, oh, Daisy would never be with you. She's too good for you. Yeah. Another condescending, mean, passive aggressive way to deal with Deke. Yeah. No, I understand. And that that like that makes complete sense. And I honestly want to see him I want to see what happens when he talks to Daisy because I want to see I mean, I think it'll go back into the same pattern that it was before, and maybe this season will be all about Deke discovering himself and discovering that he is more powerful than he realizes. And there, I'm going to reference Captain Marvel only because, like, obviously, Deke and Captain Marvel are very different, but in terms of, like, that was the whole theme of Captain Marvel was unlocking your inner power that you that is being blocked, but there's more to you than what you even know. And so hopefully we'll see some of that with Deke in season six. Rachel. Oh, if I, if I had a heart, that would mean something to me. But I will say something about unlocking. We appreciate all of you at home who unlock all the secrets of the AfterBuzz universe. You guys know you are as much if not more a part of this panel than each and every one of us. We appreciate you and all your comments below. Keep being part of the discussion. Keep talking to us because we love talking back. Yeah, and uh, speaking of talking, we could definitely use your help and support. Anytime uh, you guys are, anytime you guys watch us, it definitely helps. If you could go over to iTunes and YouTube and like us, give us five stars, follow, subscribe. We have all kinds of channels, not just the sci fi channel, we have general drama. We have everything that you can think of. We pretty much cover every show out there. If you could just go like, follow, subscribe, let us know that you did that. We'll give you a shout out. It definitely helps us to have you guys as our fans. You are what keeps us going. Um, And I am very thankful that I have a place to come and talk about these shows. So thank you guys for being what makes us the ESPN of TV talk. That's right, and we appreciate you all. Uh, you know what I also appreciate it is not Coulson and Deke. So here we find not Coulson, and we have to call him not Coulson not because Coulson. I don't want May to come in and beat my ass, but not Coulson has this tracker on these parasitic entities or people who don't belong in this time. So your prediction, Rachel, of... They're here doing good, even though they're not doing it in a good way, is actually coming closer to light. And I really think between this episode and between the preview for next week, 
I am now like 99% positive that we are actually going to come to see Sarge as being a good guy. I don't know about some of the people on his team. Like they may not end up being people that we can forgive, but they may end up being butterfly. Yeah. Butterfly lady. Like, I don't know. Um, but I think Sarge, or sorry, not Coulson. Yeah, not <laughs> I feel Coulson. like he. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna bring him onto our side. Well, we'll see. But with not Coulson and Deke, the conversation that came up where not Coulson was trying to get that information from Deke because Deke is a talker, yeah. and then Deke, of course, goes, "House Agent Doug," and then not Coulson's <laughs> so, like, "Doug is oh, Doug. He's great." He, he yeah, figured, he figured it out. Like that's this isn't Coulson answers and. And of course, look, once again, Deke in a moment of heroism in a way stands up to not Coulson, something that most people may or may not probably would not have ever done. And like you said about Deke being very um, intelligent, a non-intelligent person is not going to say, oh, yeah, uh, how's Doug? Like, the, he probably like if people view Deke the way that, you know, uh, viewing Deke the way that some people do, you would think, oh, he wouldn't have gotten it at all. But he does. And he does like he doesn't. He just keeps doing the right thing, and he keeps standing up for uh, exactly. everything. Yeah. He does. He stands up for the right thing. And also, he gets it. Sure, it it takes him a minute, but he gets it faster than most people would have gotten it, given the parameter that this person looks exactly like Coulson. And it's not unlike Agent... Uh, it's not like S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, unlike S.H.I.E.L.D. to wipe someone's memory, obviously, and things happen. So for him to get it so quickly and then come up with a plan and f- execute it, because it takes a lot of guts to be like, you're not, you're not, not Coulson, and yeah. then like stab him in the hand. Yeah. To think, okay, well, if this really is Coulson, I'm not going to hurt him. And to figure, to figure exactly. that Exactly. So this is quickly. the right arm. Yeah. 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 That's like, exactly it. And I, I was very impressed. I think people don't give Deke enough credit. I'd really love to know what the chat thinks about Deke. We've had some conversation about are, Deke what going is the on. Chat, what yeah. is the chat saying about who Deke All is? All right. So let's scroll up here, here a little bit. Ivan Soto. Rachel, Deke did some messed up stuff in the future, betraying them and stuff like that. That's probably why they're mean to him. Um, but in Can TV says hashtag hashtag Team Deke Lemons. Hold on. Do they not forget that Deke betrayed them in a plan to actually free them? Like it was a part of his master plan concept? Yeah. He did it for a good reason. A good reason. Let's not forget Deke had kind of a plan. It was like a twist to make us think he was bad, but then he really wasn't. And then he really wasn't. And he sacrificed his life and his world on a plan that he didn't know was going to work. Yeah. People from the past came to the future and he had to trust them as they kept dogging him. Yeah, exactly. And so he had every reason not to trust yeah, them. Yeah, he could have turned them in in the beginning, which is what most people would have done. Yeah, and instead he did what he thought would result in the best uh, possible option for and everybody. And it did. It saved the world. We have uh, Beta Artemis. Nobody told Deke that Fitz and Colson are dead. Um, Jonathan Shaw, Deke is the grandson of Fitzsimmons. He's smart as hell. Yeah. Um, Jenna James, I saw a dumb theory saying Sarge is going to go through Project Tahiti and become Coulson. I don't think that is where they will go with him, but he's got something to remember and he will remember it. Interesting. Um, and then let me see if there's anything else about Deke. Um, no, but... Oh, wait a minute. No, that's about Spider-Man. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, wasn't... Close enough. Yeah. Deacon Spider-Man almost the same guy. <laughs> you never uh, know. <laughs> finding out that, not Colson, of course, that sets off the whole thing, but we find out that Deke's best friend 
Trevor, who we meet in the beginning, who looks just like some nice uh, Silicon Valley guy, turns out to be an agent. And his name is very interesting. And I will get to why that's interesting in the news segment. So we're going to have to stay tuned. So yeah, we're going to want to yeah, know that. Yeah, we're going to yeah. want to know why that's an important thing. Yeah. I actually really liked the guy uh, who plays Trevor Khan, uh, Sean Ballou. Yeah. I just really liked him. He was funny. Even in the Snapchat part, it was very funny. Yes, he throws up his, his muscles. He, I would not have pegged him as being the spy, so he definitely, he was able to camouflage in that sense. Sure. And, but when they said it, I was like, oh, okay, now that you've introduced this idea, it makes absolute sense. It would have been funnier if Sequoia was the The spy, spy. though. I kept thinking she was going to be a bad guy, and that she was a spy for the other team. Well, Whatever we, the other team well, is. Well, we still don't know enough about Sequoia, <laughs> yeah. but we do get to meet Sequoia. Yeah. And she was... A standout in this show. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. She, that character, uh, <laughs> the Boba, like, she made some very specific choices that, um, you know, I really enjoyed. I want to see, I want to see her keep going. Like, I want to see um, how they use her going forward. She was definitely excellent choice. Excellent choice of who it is. Of course, she's taking the place of Daisy. And it's, <laughs> he finds an Asian girl, you yeah. know, who doesn't quite resemble Daisy, but I can understand in that, in that realm of, of, I don't know, she does, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think the bigger thing for Deke, too, is that she, I don't want to say worships, but like, she really um, is outwardly caring toward him and or at least on on social media she's not like that in real life she's definitely she's kind of that aloof girl um, like a valley girl where she's like oh where well but what about my boba and she's really quick to switch to another person too. she did at the yeah, end yeah so she definitely is trevor con my hero yeah anything for the likes and i thought she was actually going to go to mac for a little bit oh she when had- yeah because she, when she saw everything, like, I think that was the big thing for me, watching that moment, when Max steps in and sort of, I guess, saves all of their lives. I think that, in a way, like, even though Deke, Deke did, was, he was involved in this, but I feel like her attention went from Deke to Mac, and that that's where they were going with this, that she was going to suddenly have this huge crush on him, and not think of Deke the same way she did before. Well, Deke came to the rescue. Deke he did, basically yeah. leaves the ship, leaves safety, comes back in when he realizes she went in uh, with the boba, and she was just unaware of what was going on. Yeah. And he goes in to save her. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, it's not like he sat there and did nothing as they were walking through. Like, he had, he was an involved party, but I just think that um, if we go back to his psyche and everything he's thinking and going through, he probably feels like he didn't live up to this image that he may have had in Sequoia's mind. Or at least that, the one he thinks that he had. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, he does everything he's supposed to do. But Mac is back. Mac, that fight with Pax, Wow. That was a great... I mean, Mac manhandled... I think Mac took out some of that Keller stress out on Pax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I felt that. If, if, if I wish he had said, Yo-Yo's mine, and I slammed <laughs> him down. I just love that... Um, so, we're talking... Just going back to that scene um, with um, May, I, I love how they... Uh, 
it's they don't even need may didn't even need any kind of like weapon or like she just did it with her hands old school <laughs> yeah that's what i mean that's what may may yeah. did may yeah. the main butterfly fight and then the mac and pax fight are yeah, definitely yeah, the yeah, highlights yeah. of that fighting fighting that happened in this episode was so strong. Mac is just super strong, just using his muscles. When I saw Mac in action, I was like, yo, yo, how are you even looking at Keller right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, um, yeah. I, I, no, okay, calm down. You seem a little flustered there, Rachel. <laughs> I think what it is for me is, like, it's so, I have so many things to say about this. Um, if we even, yeah, like, I, I still I want to know more about what happened with Yo-Yo and Mac. Like something isn't adding up to me completely speaking on that. But also speaking on Yo-Yo, I feel really bad for her because of what we ended up seeing. I don't know if I feel uh, bad for Yo-Yo. Let's start talking about what happened with Keller. So, yeah. of course we get the the alien autopsy where we get that bottle, yeah. the, the body that's crystallized, we see this parasite, this yeah. bird bat looking parasite thing. And we realize that the not Coulson and his gang have been hunting these zombie alien zombie birds. We don't have a name for them yet. And I almost thought they looked like bats. Yeah, they definitely yeah. had a bat like quality. To yeah. Them. So we we see that they stab them, and this, these crystals come out. The guy at the bus stop and everything. So uh, alien a zombie bird happens, gets out, gets loose. Of course. Of course it happens. Of course yeah. it does. And then, of course, he goes inside Keller. Yeah. Which, by the way, I felt like Yo-Yo utterly did not use any of her powers <laughs> at all. To, like, speed up and stop it. She yeah. could have sped up and killed the bird in the room. She could have sped up when when it attacked Keller. And she had time to pull it out or do something. Yeah. And she could have just used her powers more effectively in general. Yeah, I mean, like, not to bring up the Flash, but I feel like if we were on the Flash, he would have used his hand and, like, at least, even if the bird got in, would have, like, somehow... Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I almost wonder if it's if it's even possible for Yo-Yo to be um, so surprised at what would happen that she didn't have time to react, which doesn't make sense, because you would think... That we've seen her in more stressful situations where she has reacted. Really well, this quickly. is why you're not supposed to be on a team with someone you're in a relationship <laughs> with. Yeah, that is very true, and maybe that is part of the problem that she had with Mac, and we just don't know what it was yet that happened. Well, um, I mean, I kind of get the sense that with Mac, it was he could either be the leader of Shield or in a relationship with Yo-Yo. We saw yeah. a very similar situation with Coulson and May. Yeah, he would not take that leap because it, it would just yeah. It would actually, you know, uh, undermine his authority in a way. Yeah, and which definitely makes sense. It's just, um, I I don't know, I just feel like, I mean, that could definitely be it. With Keller, though, I think that um, if, in the event that we'll just, I'm just going to go with the fact that maybe Yo-Yo was so surprised by it that she didn't have time to know. grab I don't know, I just, because even the doctor was like, how did you do that? He wasn't even aware she had powers. Which, That's how much of her powers she has not been using. And I don't get that. Like, I, I would have thought that by this point, she would have used them at some point in front of him. Something. But, like, oh, or they would have told thirsty? him. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah. But I still, I felt bad for Yo-Yo. Like, I, I feel like they did it. I feel like the writers did it on purpose because they want to see her go back with Mac. And they wanted to have this happen to her. 
But I still feel bad for her. Um, and as they were trying to save him, I, I just knew he wasn't going to make it at that point. Even I, I knew that there wasn't going to be no solution to fix this. And I wanted to see what would actually happen when he became a zombie and what that would look like. And it was a little different than what I expected. Why? Different how? Um, I So when we saw the other guy die, we... He he just he died so quickly that we didn't really get to see um, what it would look like for this parasite to actually take over his mind. So with Keller, I think it's just their normal bodies, but it takes over your mind. So I think we did see the parasite. This was the parasite. That's why he left his family and and was going on his way to the ley lines in Ohio. And like they just. We're basically being invaded by these aliens. That makes sense. So he already had got it. That- He's already a zombie. So with Keller, it was the same thing. It's just now this parasite is in charge of your body, and it's it's controlling your movements. And at that point, there's no other way to destroy it but kill it. But you see uh, the parasite was destroying his body anyway, was taking it over and, and converting, which is the concept of we are now under attack, and we're actually being invaded. We just don't know it. Yeah. And, and it's one of those... Uh, body snatcher situations where now we're being invaded by the body snatchers. And we see that it, you couldn't just kill it that easily, that it you, they took the arrow out and suddenly the bat came back to life. Exactly. So, and that arrow was made out of a type of crystal, I feel like, and that's what it was. That's why, that's why they the need the crystals, yes. Yeah, which might maybe make sense now why they lit up the sky and what they're looking for is maybe somehow that was kind of, some kind of tracking system. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the grid, I feel yeah. like. Or possibly. I mean, we still find out. And we have to understand what ley lines are. Those ley lines, which are these, in, uh, every interplanetary energy lines, it comes up in different forms. Uh, sometimes in stories, they use it for magic. And this one, they're using it as in its a power source that can obviously uh, track you between dimensions. So now they're looking for, for these ley lines. So it was, it was just, it's definitely a great direction. It's definitely a great direction that we're going in. And at the end, of course, we see May and not Coulson have their confrontation. It's come up before because May goes off when Matt calls not Coulson Coulson. And now they are face to face. Do you think not Coulson kept May alive because he feels some type of affinity towards her? That's what I'm getting is that I don't know if it's just that we see we see him as Coulson and that's what I'm feeling yeah. or if it's actually... Um, I, I feel like this not Coulson really does already connect with her. And like he even said, like, no, not this one. We're keeping her alive. He didn't. He hasn't said that for anybody else. I mean, like, maybe he wants information from her. But um, I just feel like he's more connected to Coulson than we know right now. Yeah. And he was uh, he was Coulson. Not Coulson was actually willing to kill Deke just slowly to get more information. He just wanted to know more about Coulson and the situation and learn, which is a tactical maneuver. That's, yeah. Let's be real. He's a he's a very vehement soldier. Yeah. Whatever his whatever his mission is, he is trying to accomplish that by any means necessary. So keeping May alive has to be a part of a bigger plan. But I also feel that he has some type of personal affinity towards May. There's something. There's some connection there. Yeah, and I just there's too much. Like I don't. I feel like it wouldn't be played the way that it is acting wise if there wasn't something deeper there. Yeah, there's got to be. There would be. There would be something cold. Like even when we saw. When we saw Coulson in the framework, when he didn't know May and when he didn't know certain people, you felt that he didn't know them and that there was no connection. Um, and he had to build that connection and slowly trust them. But with this 
this, you know, Sarge, there, I feel the chemistry. Like, even though Sarge doesn't know May, he feels something toward her that he wouldn't if he did not know her. There is something there. Yeah. And, of course, we get that. And we also get the fact that Mac, as Keller brings up, still has feelings for Yo-Yo. Yeah. But we kind of knew that, but it it was even more, at least pushed in that direction, writing-wise. Yeah. Where now we kind of get that feeling and we're waiting for that storyline, especially with Keller out of the way. Yeah. I know, like, I feel like that was done, like, he was kind of like a red shirt. Maybe not a, like, maybe not a red shirt who was going to die in that, in the first episode he was introduced, but... Um, I knew he was going to die at some point. Just he because, had to die. Yeah. We yeah. Were, I was over Keller anyway, to be yeah. honest. I was over him in this little, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'll fight for you if I have to. Oh, my gosh, Keller. Just <laughs> just be the side chick, bro. You are the rebound. Just enjoy this rebound yo-yo. Yeah. Just get some of that yo-yo and call it a day. Stop <laughs> Stop talking your way out of this, buddy. Stop talking your way out of this. You're enjoying the fruits of someone else's labor. Just shh. Do you think? With the flow. Do you think though that that makes it um, like having her with somebody else? I thought brought more tension to it because then there was no way. Like it wasn't like Colson and May where they weren't dating other people; they just couldn't be together. But now with Yo Yo having that other person, it was like okay, well she's not going to go cheat on Keller to be back with Mac. Do you feel like it brings it takes away some of the tension now that Keller's gone? No, I think what's what it does is actually makes it worse because Keller is now kind of a martyr. Yeah. Now you can't get. That's that's what makes a martyr so effective is because when you're alive, you can corrupt someone. You can destroy them. You can undermine them. You can do a lot of things. But once they're dead, they become a legend. Yeah. We we don't talk about the dead for the most part in, in with ill, no matter who they were. And maybe to honor Keller, exactly. she wouldn't want to just jump back with Mac. Not 100%. that they were going to jump back anyway. And but. she'll talk about Keller. She'll think about Keller. I mean, we saw the same thing in Harry Potter with Amy Cho and, yeah. and, and Homeboy that died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what Diggins? What was the yeah. name? Something. No, uh, I'm trying to remember. Cedric. Cedric. Yeah, Cedric. There you go. Diggins. You, you know why? <laughs> I like Diggins better. <laughs> Cedric. What I, the concept is because Ryan is the Cedric of our group. Just yeah. to let you know. Got it. Um, <laughs> if you don't know, I am he who must not be named, but let's get into Heroes Are Remembered, Legends Never Die. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Uh, let's get into uh, top three moments. Let's do top three wow moments. What made you go wow? Definitely finding out that Deke was in a framework. Um, not that, I mean, when Daisy showed up, I kind of knew. But, like, finding him pull out of it, I was like, okay, yeah, that's a woe moment. Um, the moment with the bat or bird or whatever it is, um, when it went into Keller's mouth, that was a woe. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a woe. And then um, I guess just the whole entire um watching him crystallize and die the way that he did and then for a brief second like you didn't know if it was zombie keller or real zeller or keller not zeller and then suddenly you saw him dying and you knew it was him and then he died whoa whoa okay i'm gonna go with uh seeing deke as soon as the episode started and then of course uh having deke just be superhero-y was very well yeah. Very woe to me. Uh, Max fight. Max fight with Pax. Very well. That was a great chore- chore- choreographed fight. It was amazing. I thought it was brilliant. And then uh, at the end where Coulson 
kind of knows May or hesitates with May. Whoa. I was like, whoa, there's something there. We can't find, can't wait to find out. We'd love to know what your top three uh, whoa moments are. Write us down below. Let us know, whoa, what were you thinking? Top three whoa moments of this episode's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, let's get into the, that news and gossip that you promised us. Yeah. Okay, so this is... I'll wait for this. <laughs> Okay, so this is from comicbook.com. The new character that we saw, um, Trevor, um, his last name. So he's Agent Khan. The... Sorry about that, you guys. Sorry. No, it's, <laughs> um, his last name Khan is leading some fans to believe that it could be a nod to Camilla Khan, aka Ms. Marvel. Oh, and so what a lot of people are th- saying is that while one would think Camilla is a character Marvel Studios would be saving for a movie or high budget show on Disney Plus, Agents of Shield has been the primary Marvel property to deal with Inhumans. In fact, Marvel Studios would likely have to end up retconning that part of Ms. Marvel's origin if they were to introduce the fan favorite character in a film. But there's a bunch of people talking about how they really want to see her. Um, a brother or cousin of Camilla Khan. Uh, fingers crossed. That's from Gufan Chuck. That would be amazing if <laughs> yeah. that's the case. So we can't wait to see that storyline. Yeah. There's got to be more because there was no need for us to know the whole name if it didn't come to play. Yeah. Also, there could be some relation if you remember when they were uh, dealing with it in season three going into four where they were dealing with the... Um, the what was the bureaucrat's name and and then her brother uh, froze over and went in, uh, into oh. the water and they never brought them back. I mean, there's a lot of things I feel like that could come to play. Yeah, and I feel like it's very. Um, they've always been very connected, especially with like even with Agent Carter, just for example, when they kind of just the the references they brought up. Like it's very. Um, I feel like they could do that, even though they've said that they weren't connected to yeah. Endgame. Doesn't mean that they're not connected to the rest of the universe anymore. They could. Let's play our game, Who You? The scene that actually represents you as a person. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can't wait to hear this one. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, You know what? Uh, Do you... Man, the scene that represents me, um, I would say the framework scene. Anytime they're in the framework, because if I could write a story, it would be about the framework. It would be the framework. (laughs) Mine's going to have to be Agent Doug. (laughs) <laughs> when Deke's like, what about Agent Doug? How's Agent Doug? Like, figuring that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. coming up with a plan, that's definitely a Toronto thing to do. Cool, yeah. I, I, I would have to go with that. Uh, Want to know what you think represents you? Let us know, of course, below. Let's get into some fun predictions as we're going into episode five next week uh, and beyond. <laughs> yes, Rachel. So, as, I've, as we've both kind of been saying... I think Sarge is going to be good. I think he's going to end up joining Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't think that he's going to be... Um, I think they're going to end up working together and that uh, maybe his team is going to fracture and that some of them are going to split off and form this, you know, bad guy group. If they even do that, we don't know if they're planning on staying or going. Um, I feel like there there's a deeper reason why they specifically came to Earth, or at least this version of Earth. Um, and that it has a lot to do with maybe the end of the universe if they don't correct this problem on different planets. I think that they've been fighting these parasites from dimension to dimension. They have a, a obviously nefarious plan of how they take over. Uh, I do feel there's a similarity between this, not Coulson, and Cable, actually. A very oh, similar storyline yeah. feel to it. So I feel like something of, of that nature is going to come out, whereas that anti-hero hero, of course. And I also think Deke's going to play a huge part in how it plays down. Uh, 
Man, Colson, May's going to play and play on the Colson angle, which is going to show him to be weak in front of his own troops. And that's going to be something that comes up because it was already questioned a little bit in this one. Pax has also already questioned Sarge a little, so I think it's going to come up more and more. And finally, I think the Trevor Khan is going to be uh, a Khan sibling. Yeah, I think so I think too. that's kind of the concept. Yeah. But I don't know, and neither uh, do any of you. You know who does? Next week. That's who's going to know. So until <laughs> next week, when do, where do people find you until if you want to be found? So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rach Goodman or uh, my writing account on Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. That's amazing. And of course, I am Tehran all across the board. That's at I am Tehran. I A M T E H R A N. And you can find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz After Shows because all your favorite TV programs are my favorite TV programs too. But until next week, we're going to be talking more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hopefully, we'll see more Deke. Bye. See you guys later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 